we've been talking about gifts for quite some time, and today we're going to talk about them for just a moment, and then we're going to enter into that time. How many of you have already gotten to the point where you're tired of thinking about buying or wrapping another gift? All right, we, I, I see a problem, Houston. We need to stop. I ain't even think, I ain't going to preach it right now. We got a problem. I'm, I'm going to ask that again. And I want the same exact people to raise your hand, all right? You're tired of buying or wrapping a gift, raise your hand. All right. The problem is either y'all are warped and crazy or you're lying right now or, or it don't bother you at all. But a lot of people are just tired of buying gifts and wrapping gifts but nobody's tired or ever gets tired that I've ever met of receiving gifts in fact uh, you can open up a hundred presents if this would be possible on Wednesday and your hands might be plumb tired but if 101 walks in the door ah, I ain't got much, but I can get it open and see. We can always receive an open gift. That is outside the church, and this is where the Lord has kind of been taking us for a little while. We, we are not in a place that we should be, and we need to get to this place because God is like, what else can I do? Wednesday night, if, if you were here, uh, we, we said something about God's, well, uh, it, we took a passage out of Corinthians about God's indescribable gift, but we actually unwrapped a present that God has given to everybody. I'll show you what it is. In fact, I got two more presents right there. But this gift right here that we unwrapped is called, or we unwrapped it rather, is called the gift of faith. And once again, my faith is failing it, it, it fell Wednesday night. I, I mean, I had to do a lot of praying. I, my faith just fell right here on the floor Wednesday night. And I had to get right before I could preach today. But we, un, we unwrap that present Wednesday because God's given you the gift of faith. Everybody's been dealt a measure of faith, and that's why the Lord said you don't even have to have a ton of faith. If you have faith that's no bigger than the size of a grain of a mustard seed, I mean, all kind of mighty things could take place. But the problem that we all encounter is we like to take the faith and we don't unwrap it. We, either we're scared or we, we're intimidated. And, and we used Abraham. We talked about him. And, and, and we said that, well, you know, that's not for me. And I want to tell everybody in the service today that any gift that God is willing to give humanity and mankind, you trust me, it is for you. It's not God's will that only a certain group of people experience the gifts of God. In fact, the gift of faith is something that, that you should unwrap every day. But we'll unwrap it for certain things, but then other things, we, we, it's just too much. And I'll, I'll just deal with things. And we walk by faith and we don't walk by sight. 
And the Bible tells us, in fact, I got a couple of scriptures that I, I want to share with you. Uh, in, in, um, the first one is kind of in the form of, I didn't want to have the table out here today, in Romans 6.23. The first gift that I want to talk about is the gift of salvation. Now, when I said faith a while ago, I know that encompasses salvation, depending on what way you're talking about that. But it also means faith for trusting God, that God's going to move, God's going to heal, God's going to provide that kind of, God's going to open door, God's going to do all kinds of things, that kind of faith. But everybody knows this scripture, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. So let me tell you what that little part of that scripture means. It means that sin comes with a price tag. And the Bible says you can even sin and enjoy it for a season. It's pleasurable. But honey, it costs. And I mean it costs you more than you could ever imagine or the devil will tell you. The wages of sin is death. And that's not just physical death in hell, but that's walking around in this life here. You can be dead in all kinds of areas. Just because that's the payment plan of sin. It's going to bring you death uh, and discouragement, doubt, and, and depression, all the D's and all the other things. That's how much it pays. And it won't tell you that when you're in that pleasurable part. But afterward, you find out the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God, on the other hand, you like how I did that? The gift of God is eternal life not death but it's eternal life and it's in Christ Jesus our Lord so if you sin this is how much you're going to get paid on Friday death if you love God you live for God and you open his gift called Jesus Christ you're going to get eternal life and you're going to love it but you like faith You've got to open up Jesus. You can't leave him on the old rugged cross. You can't just leave him walking out of a, an empty tomb. You certainly can't leave him at a manger. You've got to open him up and you've got to say, Jesus, I accept what you did. God, your gift to mankind, to me, for my sins so I don't have to die. And I want to be your child. That's called unwrapping the present. You can't just know about it. You can't just kind of play around with it. You know, we used to play a game sometimes. What do they call it? I hate this name. Dirty Bingo. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Wait a minute. Do y'all know what I'm talking about when I say Dirty Bingo? Okay. Maybe that's why you're just sitting there kind of comatose. Okay, here, here's Dirty Bingo. You go to a party. There is some, like, low-level gifts that are wrapped up in deceiving Christmas paper and you say a word that you're not supposed to say like if, me, Christmas, whatever while you're waiting on your food or whatever you're doing and if somebody hears you say that word then dirty bingo, you got to switch and give the gift okay, that's dirty bingo, now you know go home and play it and enjoy the rest of 2019 and you usually don't like opening the present 
When you open the gift of God, there's nothing dirty about it. It's life everlasting. It's eternal life. And you enjoy it more than you've ever imagined in your life. But you, church, you can't just come and sit in this service today and think that you're opening the present. Nope, you've got to own up to your sin and you've got to be remorseful. Everybody say remorseful. You don't hear that on TV anymore. People don't use those R words like redemption, repenting, remorseful. People don't say that anymore. That's offensive and that's condescending and it's not religiously correct. You know, like politically correct. It's not religiously correct. But I'm telling you, you can't sing songs. You can't even give in a Christmas offering or attend a church service during the Christmas season. You've got to say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry. I've done all this. Nobody else. And I'm on my way to hell if you don't throw me a lifeline and rescue me. So you've got to open up the gift of salvation. He's, he's provided the gift. He's sent the gift down here so you could have it. But if you don't open it, you will go to hell. And I'm telling you that on this Christmas. If you don't open the present for yourself, not your grandma, mama, daddy, or a preacher that you like growing up, if you don't open that present called salvation, you will not go to heaven. Are we clear on that? You've got to do it for yourself. The second gift that you've got to open up is a gift that I, I, I have to open this gift up every day. In fact, I'm going to start opening it, but I want to read Proverbs chapter 15, verse 8 to you. And I, I want you to follow along with me before we open this gift up. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. That means you can give up and give and give all you want to. People do it all the time with worthy causes in the community. The sacrifice of the wicked, but I'm not a wicked person. If you are not saved and washed in the blood of Jesus, in the eyes of a holy, just God, you are a wicked person. That's a great Christmas message, isn't it? Hallelujah. Boy, we need to record this one today, don't we? I'm just telling you, this probably very well could be my and the body, the people that's going on the first load could be our last Christmas service like this. So I'm going to let you have it, man. I'm going to let you have what you need more than anything today. You'll get to see good songs with shepherds and all that stuff people like in a minute, and it'll bless you. But the Word says that the sacrifice, even the sacrifice, the well-meaning, good-hearted sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright, that's people that understand, I've got to be saved. The prayer of the upright is his delight. So how is that a gift? Well, it's a two-way gift. It's a gift, number one, that God would even let a mortal man communicate with him, church. We don't have any business talking to a holy, spotless, righteous, omnipotent God. We have no business communicating with Him. Really? I mean, we're made out of dirt. Do you hear me? We are made out of the dust, the dirt of this earth. 
and to, to imagine we can talk to a holy God? So for God, hallelujah, to let me talk to him, and even when I'm not talking to him, I've got a mediator that's always going before God, praying with what I can't even say. So I'm telling you, for you to be able to pray is a divine gift from a holy, divine God. But that's not all. It's not just a gift to you. This scripture tells us and shows us that when we pray back to God and we actually open this gift up, which is what I'm going to do right now, when we take the time and we open it up, even when we don't need anything, just imagine. But we still want to just go somewhere like Jesus did and pray anyway. We open that present up. The Bible says in Proverbs 15, 8, that it is a delight to the Lord. So it's a gift that you can pray, but it's also a gift back to God that when you do pray, he receives. Y'all still with me, right? I'm just thinking you're just kind of checking it all out. That's the way I'm thinking. And I believe you are. And I love that gift of prayer. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for 21 days. Because we just love to pray. While I'm opening this last present, because everybody didn't hear this, um, and I'm going to go back. Can, can I go back and grab about 30 seconds of an old sermon? Because somebody might get what I just said if y'all will let me do that. Listen, it's a gift you need to open. Because if you want these Facebook people that send up positive vibes, don't be vibing me. I ain't never been healed. Nary time I've been sick because somebody vibed me. Sick, good vibe, or positive thought. There ain't no dead man ever come out of a grave. So, mm. Rise. Never happened. Can't happen. Won't happen. Don't happen. I was feeling real bad yesterday, but somebody sent me a text that they just sent up a, po a positive vibe for me, and I did cartwheels till I got home. It don't happen that way. Prayer is a gift that if you don't open it up, and it takes time to pray, and when Jesus went away, he could have did a lot of things with his disciples right before he was crucified. He could have built his name a little bit more like he needed to, but he could have fed five or 10,000 more people or raised a couple more dead people. He could have done some real nice, glorious things. But you know what he chose to do? Pray. Because he understood that gift, talking with the Father. And he also understood this third gift right here. And there's a scripture in James chapter 117 that tells me about this. Jesus answered, or John, no, can I get James first? Did I give you James? James didn't make it, did he? That technology got a hold of us today. Anybody got James 117? I'm going to tell you what it says when I get it. Okay, every good. Let me tell you all a, a, a secret before I do this. Technology is not 100% foolproof. Do y'all believe that? How many of you have ever sent somebody a text and 
you got all worked up, emotional, and all that, and they never got it. You done told somebody what you were going to do to them. You done told you were going to let them have it. They never got it. That's what happened today. The, the, the message didn't go through on the platform we used. But the good news is every good gift and every perfect gift. How many of y'all believe Jesus is, was perfect in all his ways? Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation. Boy, that one kind of got a little slang. Variation. There is no variation or shadow of turning. Every good and every perfect gift is from above. The Bible says in the book of John, and I'm going to read something to you in closing in a minute, that the word was made flesh and it dwelt among us, meaning every good gift, the gift of God's word was made flesh and it came down and it dwelt among us. Point being, you can have a dozen of these at home, but if you do not pick, and you can have the app or apps on your phone, but if you don't read it, if you don't open it up, if you don't look at it, if you don't enjoy spending time in it, above everything else, it doesn't do you any good, and you do not grow, and, and, and you do not put yourself in a position where you can hear and know God. I started to say more clearly, clearer, or whatever grammatically way you want to say that. And every person in this room, and a lot of you say, well, I don't have a, a you know, a high school education or all that. Probably close, and I have to cover myself, everybody in here, you've got a device that either has a Bible or a Bible app, and you know that those things will even read the Bible to you now. I mean, even before phones and technology, the Bible used to be on tapes and CDs. So see, I don't think anybody's really safe to say, well, I just don't have access. I'm telling you that every person living in the United States, even the poorest person in the world, can get free internet, a free phone, and you can pull the Bible up, and you can spend time with God. You want to amen that? You know I'm telling the truth, because y'all pay for it. So you, you've got to open these things up. You can leave them sitting, and that's all they're going to do. You're not going to benefit from the word until you unwrap it. And, that, and this is what I'm closing on because we're going into our service, silent service. In the fourth chapter of John, Jesus says something, not when he's in the manger, but about 30, 31 years later on. He's thirsty one day, and he's sitting with a woman at a well, and I talked about her not long ago, and, and he's having a conversation with her. And he tells her this, and this is what I'm going to leave you with this morning. Jesus answered her because she said, uh, you know, they were talking about the depth of the well and not having the equipment to draw water out of it and all this other kind of stuff. 
And Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift of God, nobody there but them two. Disciples had gone into town to get some lunch, just them two. This lady had been married five times. And, and he told her, he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me the drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you the living water. Now let me say it like this before I pray. If Jesus was saying that scripture and he was preaching this, it might sound something like this. Folks in here today or watching online, if you knew the gift of God, and I don't mean just the word, just prayer, just faith, or just salvation. I mean the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gifts of the Spirit, all the gifts that God... If you only knew the gift of God, woman, you would stop talking to me right now about water and a well and utensils and you would start opening up and you would receive this gift and you would benefit from this gift. And this is what God is telling us this day. Church, if you only knew the gift of God, you would do everything in your power to start opening up everyone you could get your heart around your mind on because God can do more for you with his gifts and his callings than any man, any money, any organization, or anybody else in this earth. If you only knew, and the sad part is, many of you will go through your Christian life and the only gift you will really ever be willing to open is the gift of salvation. And that's because you don't want to die and go to hell. But I'm telling you in the name of Jesus, if you only knew the gift of God, you wouldn't waste no more time. You wouldn't take chances. You wouldn't play roulette with God opening doors or you opening a door or with your soul or trying to get needs met or families put back together or trying to get miracles to take place. If you only knew the gift of God, you would change the way you live the rest of your life and the rest of your life would be different. If you only knew. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every gift, Lord, that you've been willing to give us, to bestow on us. God, I thank you that I can have the gift of faith. And if I want to, I can open it. If I want to pray, I can pray, Lord. God, if I want to just spend time in your word. I can do it, Lord. I thank you for every gift. I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would do a work in every life here today. You didn't send people here just to come to a, a Christmas program or to attend church to feel good, feel religious, to feel spiritual. You sent every person here today so they could hear the gospel message one more time and what they are leaving on the table when they don't open up everything you've got for them. So I pray, God, would you open every heart? Would you open every eye here? God, would you open every person's spirit so they can receive what you have, Lord? We don't need to leave this life and leave things just lying around when you did what you did so we could enjoy them. 
God, I love you, and I thank you. And I pray, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would show yourself strong. And God, every sinner, every person that may be okay in their walk, I pray, God, you would check us all and help us to reevaluate whether we're just kind of taking this for granted or whether we're really researching, Lord, how we're utilizing what you've blessed us with. God, in everything that you do, we're going to give you praise because you're worthy. And all of God's people said amen. Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Is he worthy to you? Is he worthy enough to open him up today? Unwrap him. You see a lot of people are doing this everywhere. A lot of people are in church today because people do that. And that's good. But why would anybody want to leave such a gift unwrapped and just let it set by? You see, the gifts of God, we've already read that they're indescribable. You can't even explain the greatness of them. I want to know before we walk out of this building, if anybody at all in here, if anybody would say, you know, I didn't know I was going to get a present today. I didn't know this church was giving out gifts. We're not, but the Lord is. And you want to just walk up here and say, I'm going to get my present. It's okay. If that's you, and I believe there's a few people in here. Says, you know what, I'm tired of everything that life has been thrown at me. I am finally ready to open this present. Would, would you just come right here? Nobody's going to bother you. We're not going to make light of you. We're not going to touch you and do all kind of things that might embarrass you. You just say, listen, I, I'm ready. I've got, to un I, I've got to unwrap this thing. He's worthy. Has he done anything in your life at all? Listen. God's blessed us so much, folks. He's blessed, blessed families. He's blessed businesses. He's blessed your health. He, he, he's blessed the country you live in. You see, we could, we, we could be a third world country where this is the place where they brought rice or dug wells so you could have clean water. But see, America has been so blessed by God for centuries since it was founded. And He's worthy today. I'm telling you, He's worthy. Even if you're not a Christian, He's just still worthy because you didn't even wake up on your own ability today. Hallelujah. And all the Lord wants you to do, believers everywhere. We got, we got some room still in the center here. Just say, God, I, right now, I'm going to be busy. It's going to be so crazy the rest of this week. But right now, this moment is yours, God. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. And I'm unwrapping my praise, and I'm giving that to you. I'm unwrapping my worship and I'm going to give that to you 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In your own words, why don't we just take a moment for you to thank God for what He has done for you. Get your mind off of what's not going right or what's unfortunate or, you know, we all have a lot of us in this building right now. This season is marked by a time of loss. But you know, God hadn't been anything but good to me. I'm going to be honest with you. And, and He deserves, He's worthy. He deserves me to praise Him. No, you, you, you might be missing a loved one right now, but listen, we need to behold Him right now. He's worthy of all our praise. Just say, God, I, I know i got an open, broken heart right now, but you are worthy. You still died even though I'm without this person or this is not happening in my life. I, I, you, you still died for my sins. You, you still give me gifts. You're still worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Every, 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 and what I love about this today, even the kings, all the kings in the world is going to bow down to the king of kings one day. I love that. I love that. That all kings, every knee's going to bow. Every tongue's going to confess. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you just worship Him with those words? You know those words. That's me and you. Every nation I want the church just to make yourself known right here. Here we go, here we go, here we go, get ready. He is! Yes, he is! Yes, he is! Oh, yes, he is! Yes, he is! Yes, he is! Yes, he is! Hallelujah! He is! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hallelujah. 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 With every head bowed, every, every, every head bowed, every head bowed. We've already done this one time during the message. But you may have been out or you may have been preoccupied or you may just have been kind of waiting. But I can't let you go until I make sure you've had ample opportunity to unwrap Jesus Christ. 
you're about to open many presents or you're going to watch somebody open a present over the next four or five days. And every piece of paper, every bow, every ribbon that you see, I pray in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, that it reminds you of what you can open right now. And all you have to do, if you are not a believer, if you would just say, Jesus, I cannot leave today. I've been bypassing this. I've already told myself I would just wait until it's not a, a holiday. But see, you don't have that guarantee that that will roll around for you. And the simple thing is just to say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. This, by far, church, this is the most critical time of this service right now. This is the difference between heaven and hell, that eternal life and death. And this is not something to kind of toss around. And if this is you, I'm asking you if you'll come right here. Because I, I want to pray with you. I want to introduce you to him. We want to love, we, we got resources that will help you and bless you over the Christmas season. Notice I didn't say holiday. Over the Christmas season. And if you are online, the only thing separating you from eternal, everlasting life is simple, short words that says, God, I am a sinner. I receive the gift of salvation right now. I repent. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Wash me. And, oh, God, make me whiter than snow. And I devote the rest of my life to you, and I want the whole world to know that. I'm not going to hide or dodge or try to cover it up, Lord but I give it to you. If you're online and you prayed that prayer, if you'll just send us a message right now, whatever platform you're on, Facebook or YouTube or through the app, just say, I just gave Jesus my heart. We got some stuff for you that's going to help you out and bless you. And we want to love on you. God... A lot of people are getting in cars in just a minute, Lord, in vehicles, going in all kind of directions. We won't be in this setting again, not with all these people. Some of us will gather Wednesday at 5, Lord, but we won't have this setting again because some people will even be out of town or just not able to get here. So God, Help us to be able to walk out of the place today with something in our heart that's going to make us think of you. And God, what you're still trying to give to us. Some of us might be in this building and only able to buy a child or a person. Only one gift. But Lord, you're unlimited to what you give and what you have. But God... Help us to get over our fear or our explanation or our resistance of the word and receive and open up what you have for us. And God, I pray that you would bless every person here with God help. You would bless them with safe travels, a wonderful... I pray for peace among their family and relatives and friends, 
over this Christmas celebration. And I pray that everybody in here would take ownership to make sure Jesus is the most important thing that happens this week and especially on Christmas Day.